everyone, and welcome to the Amplify Your Potential podcast with your host, Dr. Asya Ghazi. And uh, I am your host, of course. With me today, I am excited to have my friend, um, wonderful confidant, and inspiring entrepreneur, Gracie Ruth Melendez, on my show today. Um, and I, I really can't, I can't wait for us to talk our topic that we're going to have, we're going to talk about today. So stay tuned. We're going to talk today about building relationships. Gracie, thank you for being here on the show today. Oh, thank you, Asia, for having me. It's such an honor to be part of your uh, podcast, to be a guest. So thank you for inviting me. Oh my gosh. No, of course. It's my pleasure to have you on. So, you know, Gracie, I know you talk a lot about building relationships um, networking on LinkedIn and how, how we can do that. That's actually something in all honesty, I struggle with, um, because I'm not always constantly on social media, um, on a daily basis. I'm not posting all the time. And I know sometimes for me, like I'm, people are commenting and then I get overwhelmed. I'm an introvert. So, mm. and I know you're an introvert too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. So, and we yeah. have to come out of, out of our comfort zone and reach out and talk to people. Yeah. So how can we do that? Because I, I want to learn that from you so I can be like you where I'm constantly engaging because I see you engaging all the time and you have developed so many friendships. I see, I see people commenting, like I put my post up and I, unless it's something phenomenal, like, a, you know, like I passed my qualifying exams the other day, I posted that and I've had, you know, people congratulate me. Otherwise I post something and I put them a question and I don't get responses. It's crickets other than people are liking my post, but they're not really engaging. So talk to me. Let's, let's talk about this. Cause I'm sure a lot of people listening to this are dealing with the same issues. Yes. I'm also an introvert. Uh, but many years ago, I realized that I need to come out of my comfort zone and, uh, be more in the, I mean, not to the extreme extrovert, but come out of my comfort zone and reach out to people, talk to people and talk to them without an intention of selling something or gaining some kind of uh, advantage. Just, you know, just reach out and talk, talk like, you know, uh, normal, not, you know, uh, not with intention of making friends or, or closing another cell, just talk because people, um, you know, humans are created, you know, we were created to congregate, to communicate. So communication is so important. And many years ago, back in the early 2000s, I, I was in another business and I needed to reach out and network. So I went to this uh, chamber of commerce and I didn't know anyone. So it was very intimidating. My hands were cold. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. So I said, okay, I'm, I have to go out and, and meet people, see who I can connect with. And so I went and the minute I walked in, I said, okay, I'm going to grab a soda. So I look like I have something on my hands. I'm not like just, you know, oh, with empty hands and not knowing yeah. what to do. So I, I grab a soda and then I'm walking around and then I see, some, you know, I look for people who, um, maybe people who are similar to me that are also um, 
a little bit nervous about being in an event that they don't know anyone. Uh, maybe people who are introvert and they're, they're freaking out and they want to talk to someone and they don't know how to start. So I, I, you know, I walked around. I found uh, one person. I introduced myself and then I asked, what is your name? What do you do? Oh, I do blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, and I spent like three to four minutes with the person. And then I, I pushed myself to go, you know, walk around, meet another person similar to me that it's also into and by the time I meet three people I feel like okay I, I gain enough confidence to go reach out for more people uh, maybe groups because people congregate in groups and then they start talking because they know each other already so I hi my name is and I'm looking forward to connecting with you and little by little break that break that fear that we have inside that was my very first uh, networking event in the early 2000s. Now I do it more confidently. I do it more often. And one way to do it online is on LinkedIn, particularly, is when people have uh, live events. You know, there's the the host and the guest, and then there's a comments section. So I go I go in and I type hello everybody. Depending on the day, happy Monday or good afternoon or whatever it is. And then if they're talking yeah. about something interesting, I said, oh yes, that's a good idea. I am also interested in X, Y, and C, or I can relay with what you're sharing and mention their name because it's important to um, mm. to personalize the message. Even if you're saying, yeah. hey, Susie, I really like what you share. I can, you know, I re your message resonates with me. You are making a connection, even though it's online, even though I'm typing it and they're talking. And and I do that a lot. I go to a, you know a lot of LinkedIn live events, and I also do that on um, the LinkedIn audio shows or events. People are mm -hmm. talking; they're sharing a, a particular topic, and this is why I love uh, LinkedIn audio events because it has the comment section. So I connect with the person. I say, hey, uh, John, uh, I see that you are attending so, such and such live event. I would love to connect with you and learn more about you. Or, and, and then uh, let's say he's sharing something about, um, I don't know, something. Sorry, that's my, my, <laughs> my, uh, my electronic <laughs> device. Talking. I don't want to mention her name. So, um, you know, maybe he's talking about something um, techie. Then I said, oh, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I, I experienced what you have going, what, what you're going through and just continue a conversation. And that's another way. I have made so many new uh, great connections through uh, the live event, the audio events, talking, commenting. And, and we become, you know, eventually we become good friends. We build relationships. I love that. So I, that's something I, I I just found out about recently is LinkedIn now. I guess they kind of copied Clubhouse. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Right. And so now they have the audio, and I've been meaning to join in on yours and your me's, but I just I have not had that chance. But now I will because I'm on. I'm gonna be on break for the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so so I I cannot wait to to kind of join in on that. But you've noticed more engagement with the audio and the video, the live audio and video. Yes, yes. And 
the reason why you mentioned that you post something and you get crickets, I post something and I get engagement. One of the reasons is because I engage in their posts. Uh, right. I don't just connect. We're, we're a connection and then I forget about them. I engage in their posts, making a comment, attending their audio events or attending their live events and um, always being present for them, like supporting them. If they're sharing something that they're going through or they're sharing something about, you know, even uh, people are, sh are sharing funny videos. So I also make a comment on a funny video that it was so funny. I laugh or I couldn't stop laughing or, you know, just engaging yeah. with them. People love engage. You know, if you engage with me, I'm going to engage with you and, and the same with others. And but what I mean by engaging is putting an actual complete sentence, not like, oh, I like this. Oh, that's nice. You know, can I do that? <laughs> a complete I'm sentence. Guilty. I'm so sorry. I'm guilty of that because I sometimes I don't even know what to say. And I just say, oh, well, that's really great. Great job. I'm really, you know, that's great. And, and I, I sometimes I'm like, well, maybe this is all I can really say. And so, um, and I like how you just said that, write complete sentences, like write out like a full thing because I'm guilty of not always doing that. And, and, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of other, the, there's many of us out there that, we engage, but sometimes our, our attempt at engagement is not so so high high level. Right, and even if you don't know what to say, think of something um, something insightful to say. Instead of saying, "Oh, that's a nice shirt," saying something. If you okay, like for example, you don't know what to say, and this person has, let's say, twenty or or thirty comments. What you can mm -hmm. do is go down the list of comments, see what others are sharing and say, oh, something from the others will resonate with you. And then you can pick up from there. Okay. You can connect with, okay, Susan, uh, you know, uh, in the comment section mentioned such and such, then you can comment, comment on Susan's post from the main, from the main post. There's Susan, there's John, there's Jim, there's, you know, whoever, then you can make additional comments. And that way you also connect with this new people and you participate in the main conversation. Mm, okay. Good techniques, good techniques there. Cause I, I know I need to use that. And I'm sure people that are listening, see the re and this is the reason why this is, this podcast is called Amplify Your Potential, because this is actually helping us to really magnify the potential we have within us to really engage with others and build those relationships that we kind of undermine for whatever those reasons are. Uh, and and I'm, I'm interested in this actually, and maybe knowing your thoughts on this, Gracie, but why is it that people have a hard time engaging with others, especially online? I mean, I know we network in person. I just went to a networking event on Thursday um, with our professionals in human resources group. They just had an, a really fun holiday mixer. But I will tell you this, Gracie, um, and I think this is probably something that also kind of not only does it affect us in person, but I think it affects the way we engage with people online. 
um, I found myself, I mean, I was engaging at my, my friend, Alex, we both went together to um, this event. He was the one who, who told me to come with him. I said, okay. So we went and, and it was great to meet with, with everybody. And I got to say hi to people. There were some people that were chatting. There were some people that wanted to talk to me. And to be honest, I, I almost did not know how to, you know, like what to say to them or how to engage. And my introvert self kind of went, run the other way, go sit in a corner somewhere, you know, I know you're trying to engage, but you know, it was kind of like this, I think, you know, cause I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. Right. And so my, my body is screaming at me saying, just, you know, go away or whatever. So I'm trying to like keep myself busy, <laughs> but, and I think that kind of falls into the online world because when you're trying to engage with people online, and again, it comes back to just leaving like a few words rather than, than an actual sentence. Um, and I, I kind of wonder like, why is it that we end up being that way? What 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 are what what do you think we're you know a person's going through? I think people are afraid of being judged. What if I say blank and first they're gonna judge me, they're gonna feel offended, maybe it's not political correct. We're overthinking this before we even say something. We before we even say hello, because even people they go into a room full of happy people talking, you know, having a conversation and they just go in and out and they don't say anything. So, and the same, I think, uh, I mean, I, I don't have any statistics to prove, but I think they, they are afraid of being judged. What if I stutter? What if I say the wrong thing? What if they know I'm, I'm not so smart or, you know, we're overthinking and that, should be something that um, we should not pay attention to it. You know, it's our bad, um, our mental blocks. Yeah. So, so remove that from your, from your mind, you know, clear it out, get rid of it and just say, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm here and I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Uh, what, what do you do? So they can speak, they can talk and you can share. And then if they say, well, I've been in business for so long or, I'm in the process of um, creating, starting my own business, but I don't know how to start. Oh, then that's something that you can share, something in common. Oh, yes, I started my business back in, you know, several years ago. Yeah. And I was in the same spot where you are right now. But uh, fortunately, I met such and such and such and such. And here I am. Find something in yeah. common. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm glad that you said that because I think um, sometimes we're so busy and you, you're right. You hit the nail on the head there. We're so busy thinking about how, what are we going to say? What if they ask us this question? A lot of times, especially when you're going into these professional type of events, they want to ask questions where they want to kind of say, oh yeah, so tell us more about what you do. And you're like, oh crap, how am I going to talk about this? <laughs> Right, right. I'm not prepared. I didn't prepare a speech. <laughs> right. Like I don't, I don't have an elevator pitch and, you know, uh, and which, which I think all of us should work on having an elevator pitch because I think we do need to, to have a good one. Um, and that'll be a different podcast episode for a different day on right. elevator pitches. But because even I find myself and it, it, I, and, it, and the funny thing is I know exactly what I'm doing. Right. But when someone starts to ask me questions. And then I kind of feel like they're asking a lot of questions. I'm going, I don't even know how to answer this. Like, how am I supposed to engage knowing that, um, 
I don't know. Like if someone starts asking me, well, so what do you do? Well, I do so many things. Where do you want me to start at? <laughs> you know? And or if they ask you and you're not prepared or you're not mentally open and prepared to share what you do, you may take these questions like, oh, what do you do? More like a interrogation. Oh, why do they want to know what's going on? Uh, I just want to, you know, I, I just came for the party. So-and-so invited me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We, we kind of go through that. I think they're, I think like when we're, when we're one-on-one with other people, we're fine. Yes. But a group of people and you're trying to figure out and navigate your way in person. And I think also online too, like you have a group of people that are like a lot of people that are leaving you comments or, you know, you're trying to respond to them. Um, It can be, it can be quite, I mean, especially for someone like me, um, very introverted, it can be quite um, daunting in that sense. And, and and when I say daunting, I mean, like, it can be too overwhelming, it can be too much. And yeah. so how did you turn that around for yourself? Because, you know, you, you like you just mentioned earlier, too, you are an introvert. So how did you turn this, this part around for yourself to get more confident in being able to network with people online as well as in person? Yes, well, I've been self-employed since 2015, officially self-employed since 2015. And I could not be in business if I am hiding in my room with fear of connecting with people that I not not knowing what to say. So that's my my reason of going out. Okay. I need to grow my business. I uh how do I do that with clients? And how do I get clients by meeting people, building relationships. And how do you do that? Go out and communicate yourself and not have um, an intention of, okay, I'm going to meet 20 people and I'm going to close 18 of them. You know, you have a, a, a genuine intention of meeting people, building a friendship, building a business relationship, building. Uh, and also, let's say I meet someone who needs a life coach. And if I know a life coach, I'm going to make the introduction. I, right. You know, my friend such and such is a life coach. She can help you with that. Or my friend such and such is a mindset coach. She can help you with that. So introduce people, uh, not just introduce myself with them and push a sale. In, you know, make connections within my network and the new network that I'm connecting with. And the main reason for get, stepping out of my comfort zone was to grow my business. Because, like I said, you know, if I'm here in my room just hiding and overthinking, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So uh, it's, um, uh, you know, you have to come out of your comfort zone. And the same thing if you want to, you know, uh, reach out for, like, find a good doctor, find a good attorney, you have to reach out. You have to find out who, who knows these people. Yeah. You know, you made a good point. Reach out to know people. Right. Right. And, and I think a lot of times, and I think people miss out on this too, when we're looking for jobs, you know, um, you're on LinkedIn, you're looking for work, 
you who are you going to reach out to? You're going to reach out to those people who are either recruiters or people that are that are in that company that could help you get in there. And again, this is another aspect of networking to help you to find clients, to help you to find a job. I know a lot of people are out there trying to find work. And I told them, well, why don't you use LinkedIn to connect with people? And they go, well, LinkedIn doesn't work for me. Well, it doesn't work if you don't use it. It's like the like the stationary bike. It, it doesn't work for me because I don't use it. <laughs> and that's what I told them. I'm like, well, just just use LinkedIn because I, I have found that when I private. Oh, and that's another thing I was going to ask you. So I privately message people sometimes to connect with them on a one on one basis more than just putting a comment. Right. Um, right. And I've told people to do that. And I guess, again, that's that's another thing. People are afraid to connect with people one on one. So how how can we be how can we start doing that where, where we connect with people one on one? You know, let's you know, obviously, right now we're in a virtual space. Um, we're still in the pandemic. Well, I mean, technically, at this point, I think we're out of the pandemic. But until they make the formal announcement that this emergency is over with, we're still in it. Um, but because we're in such a virtual world now um, and we're meeting people virtually first before we even meet them in person. Right. So like, how can we connect with people in that type of way one-on-one and create those relationships? Okay. What has worked for me is uh, again, you know, engaging in other people's posts. Uh, For example, yesterday, Yermi post made a post about sharing our wins for the week and then he Mm -hmm. tagged me and he tagged many other people that are part of his network so one of those uh, people reached out to me and she said hey gracie you're me tag us in in his post today about such and such uh i would love to connect with you so she made the uh she broke the ice by saying you know we have Yermi as a mutual connection. He shared this great post and I like to get to know you. So uh, that was the first step. So the next step is for me to acknowledge, um, acknowledge her, you know, coming out and contacting me. So what I did to make this connection even more personal, even more appreciate that she reached out to me. So I sh- I went to LinkedIn and I share a, a voiceover message. Mm-hmm. And oh. I said, hey, so-and-so, thank you so much for reaching out. Yes, Jeremy and I have been uh, friends since 2019. We met uh, here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we attended LinkedIn Local Los Angeles. And thank you for reaching out. I love to connect with you and learn more about you. What do you do? And so that's how you start the conversation. It, you know, she didn't know me. I didn't know her. So now we both know each other. And the next step is to engage in her post. And and if I like what she's sharing, I'm sure I will like what she's sharing. Then I'm going to ask her, oh, I would love to connect with you. Do you want to meet uh, over Zoom for virtual tea time? And that's when I get to know her more or, or you know, whoever the person is. I love to know you more. And find out what you do. Oh, you do a good cause for, you know, I don't know, the Heart Association or you volunteer at the Cancer Society. Oh, that's great. You know, uh, you know, find out what you have in common so that you can, um, that could be a, a connection point. Oh, you went to the same university I went to. That's great. What year did you graduate? Oh, 
such and such and such and such. That's how you start a conversation. And, and that's how you build, um, you know, connections. And eventually, you know, once you have a connection and this becomes a strategic connection, a, a great connection that you know that he or she knows a ton of great people. Yeah. That you know that he or she um, engages with or shares something that you, a good cause or something that you really like. Eventually, this person, you never know, you know, maybe next week or maybe next year uh, down the line, this person can introduce you to your ideal client or your, you know, maybe this person works at um, television uh, channel that you want to work for or introduces you to your ideal, I don't know, your, let's say you want to meet someone, someone who big but you don't know how to get to this celebrity or to this big uh book author maybe this connection knows this person and can introduce you eventually yeah and and i like what you just said maybe this connection connection can introduce you to another connection um and and i've actually had that happen just recently like i said i was just at that meeting on thursday and i spoke to a a, a lovely woman who's also getting her doctorate degree and um, she works with Loyola Marymount University. She's an, she's a professor there. And I think she's a, a program director there from what she told me. And uh, we, so here's the funny thing, Gracie, her and I had already connected on LinkedIn. We were already like each other's connections. We didn't know that. So when we went on LinkedIn to add each other, I already saw the first on hers and I said, wait, we're already connected. And she goes, how did we connect? When did we connect? And how come we haven't haven't actually chatted? Um, and I noticed that this was actually with several of the people there that we we talked and we're like, let's connect on LinkedIn. And the next thing you know, we're we had already been connected and just never had reached out. Well, anyways, because she was connected with me, um, and we were talking about you know what my uh, dissertation was about last year, which was on overcoming imposter syndrome. She was saying, you know what? I have a colleague that also teaches at Loyola Marymount University, LMU, and um, I would I would love to connect you to her. And so again, the power of LinkedIn. She went right away on LinkedIn in front of me on her phone and sent a message to her, to, to her colleague and to myself and connected the two of us. And I just heard back from her yesterday. And, and I also responded back to that, to that person as well. And the funny thing is I'm also connected to her colleague. Oh. We had never, never talked, but we somehow we're all connected. We just never talked to each other. And that's funny uh, that, that it's like that, because I think this is another thing we kind of notice. Um, and so she connected me with her and I said, this is great. So now I know her now she's connecting me like to to what you just said. And I think at the same time, it's kind of funny because I'm mentioning this. Um, how many, how many of us may have connected with people on LinkedIn? Like we just hit the connect button and we connected, but we actually haven't connected. Like we haven't talked, we haven't converse we haven't sent each other messages or even had any type of dialogue but yet we were connected so we met in person only to find out we're already connected have have you experienced that and (laughs) yeah yeah. Um, i have as a matter of fact uh, like four years ago i connected with this person who is also a linkedin coach and but and he hosted um zoom meetings that that later he shares on youtube on his youtube channel but i you know i connected i never thought about him i never even said hello to him and then a few years later 
someone says, hey, you want to attend such and such um, Zoom event where he's going to share tips? And I go, okay, yeah, let's check it out. Surprise, we've been connected, but we never talked. And, and now we're good friends. So yeah, you never know. So reach out. And, and you know, the same thing if for people who are looking for a job, let's say you, yeah. you have a job that you love right now. You're happy with your job. You're happy with uh, everything about it. And you say, well, I don't need to network be- because I'm happy with my job. But you never know the future. You never know if next year you want a, an advancement or you want a different career or you want to work for a different company. You never know the future. So it's always important to continue to network, even if you're happy with your job, your current job. So let's say you you were happy with your current job until yesterday, and today you want to apply for a new, a new job. So what do you do? Are you going to, and you have no connections, you have no network. So what are you going to do? Connect this weekend uh, with, you know, 100 people, and then ask them for a, a, a referral, ask them for a recommendation, ask them to say something nice about you. They don't know you. So exactly. Plant seeds of communication, engagement, uh, relationship building. Because eventually when you do need them, they're right there for you. And they can say, oh, yes, Susie, I, I'm more than happy to give a good word for you. Yes, thank you. So that's the part, recommendations on LinkedIn. Um, And I've had many people give me recommendations and I've also done the same. But to your point, and I think you're right, when you just ask someone to give you a random recommendation and you're like, but I've never worked with you or I I don't know you well enough for me to do that. uh, You know, the best thing to do first is to connect with them and to really just talk to them before they can. And and if you live close by to even meet up for coffee or a lunch or something where you can kind of, you at least get to know that person so that if they are going to give you recommendation, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <be> awkward. <laughs> Otherwise. And you know, the amazing thing is that people don't think that someone back in 2019 reached out to me and said, uh, we have been a connection for a couple of years. I like you to give me a recommendation. But we never even talked. We never even met in person. We, I don't know what she did back then. And I said, I'm sorry, I cannot give you a recommendation. I don't know nothing about you. And she felt offended. But how can I give a recommendation of someone who I don't know what she does? So that's why it's important to keep um building your network and not just connect a bunch of people like, oh, I have 10,000 connections. Uh, build yeah. communication. Have it be be in constant communication. Not every day, but you know, at least once or twice a week. Um, engage in their post and participate in whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm, exactly. Now, would um, what about like posting on a daily basis or? If someone doesn't want to post every day, but maybe they post three or four times a week or something of that nature, would posting on LinkedIn, um, at least just to kind of get yourself out there on a newsfeed, would that help somebody who's maybe for the first time trying to use LinkedIn to network with others? Yes, it's very important to be present. And when I mean present, it means every day. So you can do that by posting 
content every day, but content mm -hmm. that will resonate with your ideal client, not content that I like for myself. Let's say I, um, you know, I'm a LinkedIn coach and I love, I don't know, I love swimming. So I'm not going to share everything about swimming, everyday swimming, everyday, you know, uh, swimming gear. That's not going to connect with my ideal client or with my connections. So I want to give them what they want. It's like if I, if I have a restaurant and I'm going to give, if I'm going to cook only, let's say, liver and onions, a lot of people don't like that. So you want to give them what they want. You know, they like burgers. Okay, I'm going to give them burgers. So um, I, I'm sorry, I, I always uh, compare content with food because, you know, people like food. And if you give me the food that I want to take a look at, that I want to taste, yes, I'm, read, I'm right there with you. So the same thing, post content that people like, they want to hear, they want to see, they want to engage with. And so let's say you're brand new to LinkedIn and you don't know what to post. Okay, then be on LinkedIn present every day to uh, make a comment on everybody on your network and get out of your own network, connect with new people yeah. and make a comment, a complete sentence. If you don't have anything else to say, you know, a complete sentence and, and do this consistently every day so you can uh, grow a network, people can see you and you can start building the know, like, and trust factors. The trust factor is the most important one because uh, someone said at my LinkedIn, last Thursday, uh, December 1st, I hosted LinkedIn local Pasadena and one of the attendees said, yes, we need to build the, the know, like, and trust factors, but the, the trust factor is the most important one because yeah. let's say I don't like you for some reason, but you're sharing content that resonates with me. And I build, you build that trust with me. I, I'm right there. I'm going to buy your program. I'm going to buy your product. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to be your raving fan because of the trust. The trust is so important to build. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. You know, trust is important in everything and everything yeah. and if you don't have trust and you don't build that trust you're not going to people are not going to trust you they're not going to they're not going to listen to you they're not going to want to have anything to do with you um in in most respects right you know yeah yeah you know i think that's one of the things that if you want to magnify your potential you really need to build that trust otherwise you really can't build that at all no 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 you could have the best product best service but if you don't have the, if you don't build the trust, you know, it's not going to make a difference. People are not going to buy. Yeah, no, it's so true. And it, and so, so summarizing what you're saying overall about everything, um, in order for us to really create relationships and build relationships on LinkedIn that are going to last us a long time and hopefully even build into beautiful friendships and, and, business friendships and personal friendships even um the summary is you know make posts on linkedin even if it's just a few times a week post on linkedin and if you don't want to post engage in other people's posts create comments um talk to people uh one-on-one -on -one via the messaging service linkedin has 
and trying to create connections that way. Um, you know, introduce yourself. I know some people have done that with me. They introduce themselves to me and I respond or I do the same. Um, so to do that and then also using the voice messaging system that they have, leaving a voice message there, it personalizes things. I like that. Um, and you talked about audio and video, like going live on audio and video on LinkedIn. So that's also another way of creating engagement and also getting people to trust you because now they're seeing you live. They're hearing your message. They're hearing you talk. And even if like you have a guest with you, you're all talking about that. Um, and just really being present in the moment, um, getting out of your comfort zone. Right. Getting out of your comfort zone. It's not easy to get out of your comfort zone, but it's very necessary. So, um, gain some courage and step out of the comfort zone. It's always worth it. Absolutely. And and it was funny as you were talking and it came into my mind because, you know, I talk a lot about imposter syndrome. One of the things that came in my mind was that if you want to get over imposter syndrome, then you need to step out of your comfort zone. Right, right. And it doesn't come out uh, out of the first day, you know, it's a practice, consistent practice of getting out of your comfort zone, a consistent practice to break out of the imposter syndrome. Yes. It, bingo. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's not a one-time thing, but when you do it the first time, then you start to feel, oh, okay, I can do this. And then you do it again the next time. And then you keep on doing it and doing it. And eventually you get to the point where you're like, I'm doing this. This is great. Um, and and you've built a, a really wonderful network of, of people that um, not only are inspired by you, but are people that are, um, you know, willing to build that relationship back with you. Right. Now, yeah. um, a quick question, though. What do you do when somebody decides that they don't want to engage with you? You know, you've attempted to engage with them. You respond to their posts. Um, you might even send them a message or two. But if they're not really being responsive, what do you do at that point? I just ignore them. I mean, I, I, I move on. I move on to bigger and better things. So I move on into connecting with people who do want to connect with me, people who do want to participate in my online events or my face-to-face events, my LinkedIn local uh, Pasadena events. And, you know, it's I'm open to whoever wants to connect with me. If they don't, then, okay, well, you know, no hard feelings. I move on to people who, who are more than happy to engage and connect with me. Right. Wishing you the best of luck in your life, yes. but if that's want to engage do you remove those people that don't engage with you do you remove them off of your linkedin or do you just keep them on there i keep them on the ones that i remove are the ones that uh come with a pitch right away or or, or, those um trolls that say the wrong thing to me and i'm like okay block yeah Yeah, we have so many of those. I keep getting them all the time. Right now, I'm getting a lot of them that are coming in saying, well, you know, if you're looking for a VA, we're like a bunch of scrappy VAs and we're here to help. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. First, get to know the people and then you can start to market. And I've had to tell a few people this. I'm like, you haven't built a relationship with me for me to even want to know you or your or what your product or service is. So maybe you need to consider building relationships with people and then talk about your product and service because now you've built trust. If you're just coming in and you're telling me about your product and service, oh, well, we can help you with this. But number one, I've never asked for it. Number two, I might not need it. 
And number three, you don't know what my work is or my, you just, you just looked at my profile. You looked at a few keywords and thought, oh, okay, this person's going to want my business, but you yeah. didn't really research. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, somebody once, funny thing is somebody once thought I was a divorce coach. <laughs> I'm like, right. I think I told you this story, right? I think it was like earlier this year or something. They like seriously sent me a message on LinkedIn in a connection and they went, you know, um, I, I, I know that you're a divorce coach. I would like to talk to you and get to know you further about your coaching. And I am sitting here thinking, uh, where does it say on my profile that anywhere that I'm even a divorce coach? It says I'm a leadership <laughs> consultant. I'm a leadership coach. Nowhere was the word divorce on there. So I'm not really sure if he was talking to the right person or not, but it, 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 these kinds of things make me question motives that people have when they're on, on LinkedIn. I think they don't read. They just read they their message to the first thousand people that they're on, on LinkedIn and, and hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we just got a couple more minutes before we're going to go, but I wanted to have you kind of give us, um, some some insight about yourself because you said that you've been an entrepreneur since 2015. So can you give us a brief history of how you became a LinkedIn coach and what what drove you towards becoming a LinkedIn coach? I started uh, in 2015 as a social media manager, uh, working for small businesses, helping them do Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, everything and anything. Uh, regarding those uh, platforms. But after a while, because I felt like I was jumping from one platform to the other, and I wanted to um, to focus on one, to be, uh, to be known for one specific um, distinction, you know? So I was looking for um, direction, for guidance, and so my friend Yehudid and I, Yehudid Steinfer and I, we decided to to do journaling, to be accountability partners. So we did that for 21 days, every day, every night we journal. And and I asked God, you know, guide me. What do I need to do? I want to specify. I want to do specialize in something, but I didn't know what because, you know, social media is so big. What I needed guidance, the special divine guidance, and sure enough, I you know not overnight, not the next day, but uh, going along the twenty-one day journaling experience, I heard, but not like a voice that I you know like I hear your voice. I heard the guidance of specializing on LinkedIn, and that was the best best um, journaling experience ever because it guided me and. Here I am. I'm a LinkedIn coach helping entrepreneurs, and and it's the best best um, business I have ever had because it gives me comfort, it gives me joy, it gives me uh, rewarding experiences, and I feel so happy to help others excel. Yeah, I love your story. It's very inspiring. I've known you since 20, I think we met, what, 2013 or 2014? 2014. Um, yes, 2014. You know, we were part of a business mastermind and we met um, and I've known you for such a long time and I've definitely seen the growth and uh, and and just kind of you coming from being a social media manager to, you know, really honing in on LinkedIn and, and teaching us 
how to be our best selves on LinkedIn, really. I mean, truly, that's what you're doing. You're teaching us to be our best selves. Yeah, yeah. And it's so rewarding. So my main thing is to be happy, happy with what I'm doing, happy with myself and helping others. So all that together is a great combination for, um, you know, it's a great combination for me, for being in business. Absolutely. So Gracie, how can we find you? You can find me on LinkedIn at uh, Gracie Ruth Melendez. You can find me on my website, GracieRuth.com. And my email is Gracie at GracieRuth.com. So I'm so happy to connect and send me a connection request. I would love to connect with new people and, and get to know you. Wonderful. And if you're all looking for a LinkedIn coach, um, Gracie is the one to go to. Seriously, she's amazing. And uh, I love the work that you do. I mean, like I said, I see you always engaging and you're just, people love you. And I love, I love that about you. I love how you've, like I said, I've seen you. I, I love how far you've come in this uh, journey. Absolutely. And let me tell yeah. you that LinkedIn, uh, some people feel intimidated, but once about LinkedIn, but once you get to know people and you build a network of meaningful connections, it is the best community you can ever have. Thank you. Yeah. It, I'm so glad that you said that. That's such a great tip. I mean, because I was just going to ask you, what's one, what's one tip that you can give us as a takeaway? And you just did that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important for us to really think about how to build relationships and I know that not everybody uses LinkedIn. A lot of sometimes people are using Facebook or Instagram, but I think the rules are all the same, even on those platforms. You yeah. still have to engage. You're still posting. You're still commenting on people's po posts. You're, you're, you know, creating, you know, you're directly messaging people and getting to know them. And, you know, Instagram has some of the same things LinkedIn has. Um, so for those of you listening going, well, I don't really have a LinkedIn. Well, you can do the same on Instagram. You can do the same on your Facebook because they all have the same features. Um, you know, to be able to do that. Right. But just that um, the people on LinkedIn are more business oriented. They're more business mindset and they're looking to connect and grow their business. They're looking to buy your pro products and services. And that's the difference. Yeah, exactly. That is a big difference. It is a professional platform. Gracie, I am so glad that you came today. Um, I'm so honored to have you here on this podcast. Thank you so much for just really shining the light and showing us how we can get out of our comfort zones in, in building very meaningful relationships that we can, that are online. We can also take them offline, um, but just the process of it and helping me out because I had a lot of those questions, right? And, and I'm one of those people that that I'm learning how to build these relationships online as well. Because, you know, coming from building relationships in person to now being online as well, uh, it really does make a huge difference. And I think especially nowadays with, with us kind of still being in the pandemic, um, having that virtual connection with people and then meeting them from in, in, offline or in a different space, I think really creates a, a very meaningful relationship that can last for years. Yes. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really enjoy being here, uh, your guest. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you, Asia. 
Oh my gosh, no worries. Thank you. It's such an honor and, and, and I'm just so humbled to have you. Everybody, for those of you who have listened, I will have Gracie's information uh, listed uh, below in the podcast. So you will be able to to get in touch with her if you're interested in just, just connecting and just saying hello to her. Um, I think that would be great. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. I'll put in my LinkedIn as well if you would like to connect with me. And I just want to thank you all so much for listening in on today's episode and getting some really great tips. Hopefully you got some great goals nuggets to take away with you. And I will see you all on the next episode of Amplify Your Potential with me, your host, Dr. Asia Ghazi. Take care, everybody.